Welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at age 35 in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years. I was his care partner. Today's episode, we'll be talking about the time that we have. And part of that is the time of the year that it is. That involves holiday preparation and the seasons changing and all kinds of things. Hello, Judy. Hi, Travis. So we should let our listeners know that I'm coming in tonight from Malmo, Sweden. It's very exciting. I'm across the world today. (laughs) Yes, we are hipping with it in our podcasting technology. Yes. So if it sounds like we're speaking through, at least for me, Travis has his all set up. I don't. But if it sounds like we're on uh, tin cans or using Dixie cups in a string, please let us know. We'll try to find another way of recording for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> but um, right. yeah, it's it's interesting having this time change. You know, it's like I, I'm on the schedule of being here in Malmo, but then, you know, somewhere around... 11 o'clock or 10 30 11 12 I think oh I should give so and so a call and then I look at my phone and go yeah I don't think they'd appreciate it it's 2 30 in the morning they don't want to talk to me now I can't send a text at four in the morning that's not going to be very nice <laughs> so it, that's the part that's really hard for me to adjust to once I got here I felt like I haven't had too much jet lag, so that's been really good. And, you know, I did need a few naps here and there, but overall, I think I'm doing okay. So that's a plus side. Well, if you only needed a few naps, then you're ahead of the game. I feel like I need a few, and I haven't gone anywhere. I know, I know. See, that's what happens. I mean, I think it's interesting because... You know, you know, I'm a big nap lover. I've learned how to take naps and that it's very refreshing. 15 minute, 20 minute just perks me up and I'm in good shape. But I haven't really been napping here and I've been staying up super late, which I guess is because of the way the schedule is. So I don't go to bed till very late and then I'm up maybe 637. So it's it's weird. It's it's just a different time sequence. I was um, watching a video last night on circadian rhythms and I can see how it really messes people up when you just don't get enough sleep and why it messes you up. Because our bodies are, it's part of nature and we're tuned to follow this rhythm. And when you have PD and you're up half the night or you're sleeping for short intervals, it just doesn't give you that feeling of rest that you need and that most of us should have all the time. 
So it's it's quite challenging, I think. I mean, I'm doing okay with it here, but I know I talk to people. I was thinking, well, I could probably call anyone I know with PD at two in the morning or three in the morning because they're probably up and wandering around the house, right? Right. Or um, struggling to get up to get out of bed. I mean, yeah. that that's been my personal trouble the last, you know, however long is I can get to bed and get to sleep pretty well. But then if I have to get up to pee or, or do anything else, it's like, holy shit get a crane. <laughs> I'm not moving. Can somebody please tell my legs to work? It's got to be a very strange feeling, honestly, when you, for me, when I think about it, that your brain is saying, okay, get up, but your body is going, fuck you, not going to happen tonight. You know, <laughs> we're here. I'm set. This is where I'm staying. So it, it's yeah. got to be a challenge, right? It is a very um, dysmorphic sensation when you try to tell your hand, you know, pick up that glass or, or do something, and it just won't. It yeah. gives you this feeling that you are not in your own body. Right. And in a sense, you really aren't in your own body. You know, you're in your PD body, which is not the body that you had before. So it's an adjustment, right? Right. This is not the body of which I became accustomed to. <laughs> That's right. You've made a change. How's it going with school, Travis? I mean, you, you've taken on a lot this quarter. You're, I think you were trying to finish up some extra classes, and it seemed like you were carrying kind of a heavy load. How are you handling that right now? Um, as best as I'm able and with a lot of grace from the professors about late assignments, um, you know, I, I've managed to um, still hold on to my full-time load, and that will put me in a position to hopefully complete both certificates in four weeks, wow. both the machine shop and the photography path. and. I'm working on a whole lot of projects for both of those, as well as picking up uh, one general ed class that I need. And then in winter, intercession, I just need to grab that last math class, which will get me two degrees. That's so great. That's fantastic. I'm really happy to hear that you're doing this. It's not easy. No, it is not. <laughs> I know it's not. And I know it takes its toll on you. I know you struggle with it a little bit or a lot. Yeah. You know, you keep pushing through. And I think this is why people look up to you and why you inspire people because you don't really let it take you down, which is great that you're able to do that. And 
I was thinking about it yesterday, you know, where it's, it's, I'm going like, shit, it's November. Like, how did we end up with November of 2023? Like, where has this year gone? It just blew by me. And I look at it and go, we're in the holiday season now. It's like, this is it. We are there. Thanksgiving is in a couple of weeks. And then everything starts getting crazy. And there's a lot of people around. And, you know, we have expectations for ourselves, for others. And I just want to kind of throw that out there to the people that are listening, you know, to kind of like be kind to yourself this year. Try to be kind. It's hard for me to do that. I know for myself, I can be really hard on myself, but I think have some compassion for yourself and look at what really will serve you rather than serving everyone else. And maybe your PD is not real bad. Maybe you just are having a few symptoms that are no big deal, or maybe you've noticed some really serious things that have started happening that you don't like and you don't feel like you're too in control with. So, you know, how how do you approach the holidays? You know, how do we, what can we tell our listeners? What can we, what pearls of wisdom can we give them <laughs> so that they can have a positive experience with the holidays? And because we already know if you've got family, you have family issues. There, there, I don't think there's any family that is free and clear of having some kind of issue. Someone doesn't talk to someone. There, there's always, you know, there's always conflict. I don't care how wonderful your family is. There's always some shit under the rug that no one wants to talk about. But it does seem to come out during the holidays. And so, you know, how do you reduce your stress and make it so that it becomes a positive experience rather than something that you dread? Right. Something that is, you know, looked forward to only in a survival sense. Um I don't really know. Um, For me, it's like I compartmentalize my PD symptoms so much that it's like, well, this is what I have to do right now. And I stay focused on that task that is in front of me, pretty much putting up blinders to anything else which has its detriment, but it just it doesn't serve me to think about, oh, well, what if I X and then I'm Y and then I'm Z, when those may or may not happen. I just stay focused on right now. So what what I'm hearing from you, Travis, is you're really applying some mindfulness at this time. When things get a little hairy and get more difficult, you really focus on being present in the moment. So, which is a big part of mindfulness. You you're trying not to anticipate tomorrow and you're not looking at the past. You're just going with now, right now. 
And I think that that's something that's hard for a lot of people, but it's really beneficial if we can get ourselves to that place and not have the anticipation and anxiety that comes with anticipation of doing whether it's schoolwork or whether it's going to a family member or friends for dinner or having family or friends come to you. Right. So I think it's really good that you're able to do that. Do you do you do any meditation, anything with that, or do you not even focus on that at this point? No, I don't feel like I I do um any more than my usual amounts of meditation. Um, I try and spend a few minutes each day in reflection and preparation. I like to get up early enough that I can think about my day for a few minutes while I'm, you know, having my coffee or scrolling through my email or whatever to um not be active but to merely be thinking about what i'm going to do i find that's helpful in getting yeah. my day started correctly Yes, I think that's really good. I I have like this little practice I do every morning where I do these seven deep yoga breaths, you know, every morning, deep Mm. breathing. And that's how I start my day. And it sort of lets my body wake up. And it also calms me down so that I can take a minute just for me. And it takes about a minute, a minute and a half, depending on how I do it. And it's a good start for me. And then sometimes I'll do my morning meditation. Sometimes I'll actually wake up and write my gratitude list. Even if it's if I've done it the night before, if I can come up with three more things that I'm grateful for to start my day, it, it kind of sets the tone for the day for me, you know? Yeah, and, and that keeps you positively focused, at yes. least in the beginning of your day. Right. And then if you get scattered, you know, you can always take a minute and do more breathing or, or you know, take take what I call a little a break, a little brain break. Close your eyes, just breathe a little bit, focus on really almost nothing or focus on something that really makes you happy or gives you joy. And, and then you go on with the rest of your day. And I know it's hard, you know, when we talk about finding joy. I know that's hard for people that have PD sometimes. They might be in pain or they might be frustrated with what their body is doing or what their brain is is not doing. And that's a frustrating place to be. But at the same time, if you can find three little things, three little things to have some gratitude or three little things that make you happy and, and try to focus on that, it kind of gives you permission to let go of the negative that's happening in your life at that moment. And you might only be able to do it for 30 seconds, but it's the 30 seconds is a long time. I never used to think it was until I had to learn how to stand on one leg for 30 seconds. 
And let me tell you, it's much longer than you think when you're trying to train a muscle to get strong. It, it's really funny. I just, 30 seconds just sounds like it's no big deal. But when you're trying to stand on one leg, it's, it can be challenging to do. Yes. I want to touch base on, you know, the other reason that so many people dread the holidays is because of the memories of the past. Yes. brings up for them. And, you know, some of that is very much legitimate feelings of pain or loss, you know, lost loved ones. Yes. Not, and that is, you know, legitimate feelings. But if you bear in mind your exact formula of three things that you can be grateful for, then it gets a little better. Yes, it does. And I mean, sometimes, I, I mean, I've, I've said this before, sometimes I just have gratitude that I was able to spend the time with Sandy that I was able to spend with him, you know, and he's, you know, like when I'm with my young grandchildren now, and I think he knew one, he didn't know, he had never met the um, youngest. And I always think to myself, oh, he would have just loved being here. And then I start to feel a little sad. And then I go, but you know what? He got to spend time with the older granddaughter, and and that gave him so much joy. And so he got to do something he really wanted to do. And I think that I try to look at the positive side of that rather than going, oh, he's missing out on all of this. And just think about what he did get to enjoy. And I think when you have Parkinson's, if you can focus on that part of it, it's pretty great. You know, if you can look at coming to Thanksgiving and really looking at why you're grateful, you know, you're grateful that you woke up in the morning and you're grateful that you're able to go to someone's house and enjoy a meal or maybe not even enjoy the meal. Maybe just go there and be with people, not be by yourself. And we both know that there are people that don't have that luxury, that don't, you know, sometimes they're more isolated and they don't get to be with others on holidays or even every day in their living experience. And um, and I think trying to see what can make that person feel positive and find the gratitude is a little more challenging at times. Definitely. But you you touched on a really important point, Judy, and that is, you know, if we view our lives as more half full than half empty and focus on the amount of life that we still have in our present circumstances, whatever they may be, It gives us the strength to endure whatever amount of life is gone from us. Right. And it allows you to not focus on what isn't there and focus on what is there, right? Right. And and I think I learn a lot of that from you, Travis, and, you know, spending time with you and talking with you and, you know, seeing how you really like to focus 
on what you can do rather than what you can't do. And I'm always impressed at what you can do. I'm always, sometimes I'm very shocked at what you can do. <laughs> and it also makes me really nervous what you, what you do do, not necessarily what you can do, but what you do do. So, you know, people that listen regularly know this about me that I, I have anxiety over what Travis is up to at any given moment, you know, especially in your uh, metal shop and things like that when you're playing with fire, but, um, I, I, and welding, you know, that kind of stuff. But, um, I, I do like the idea of even when we're challenged, and I think this is what inspires me. Like I, I watch a documentary. Sometimes I'll walk, run into a documentary that's about someone that has had a, a really extraordinary challenge in their life, and they manage to get through it, and they come out looking at what they've learned from it and how it has made them better as a human being and stronger as a human being. And that's always inspiring to me because I feel like we all need to do that. We all have pity parties for ourselves, whether you have Parkinson's or not, okay? Maybe you don't have Parkinson's, but you think you, you know, you're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not tall enough. You're not whatever enough, or, or you're just not enough. A lot of people suffer from that idea of not being enough. And I think if we could just sort of accept that we are who we are and there's good and bad that comes with it. And so here we are and you know, we just have to kind of go with the flow. And for me, it, it, it kind of just works that I've in my um, current state of age uh, of life, <laughs> you know, where I'm on that last, <laughs> the last leg, not the last leg of life, but the, the last, what do I want to call it? I don't even know if it's the last on this newer path that I'm on in this time in my life. I'm challenging myself a lot more than I think I did when I was younger. And I'm doing things that I never thought I would do. And I find that a bit exhilarating at times. And I look forward to that. I look forward to the challenge. And I think that that's something that's really good. And, you know, a lot of people that maybe have PD that are older and they have PD kind of give up and go, well, what's the point? You know, like what, what do I have to look forward to? But I maintain that we have a lot to look forward to no matter how old we are and no matter what is going on in our life, we can always find that something that drives us to get excited for a moment, even if it is just for a moment. Amen to that. Right? Even if you have apathy, you know? And I, I got a, an interesting email from someone recently, you know, saying, like, what do you do for apathy? Like, what are the medications you take for apathy? And I'm going like, yeah, I don't even know that there is medication for apathy. There are antidepressants and there are other medications they use to help people that are struggling with mental illness. But Apathy to me is one of those things that there, it just isn't a pill for it. I don't think there is one. I've, I've yet to hear about a pill that's going to take away the apathy. You know, there just isn't right. one. We have to, we have to find our own path for that. 
and figure out how to do it. And if we can't do it by ourselves, then we need someone to help us with it. And so that's sort of like my last pearl of wisdom is that if you are feeling down and you are feeling anxious about the holidays, or if you are feeling just like you can't get out of bed or you don't want to get out of bed, tell a friend, tell someone and let them help you reach out to someone else. There is plenty of people that you come in contact with that will want to help on some level. And sometimes it's just saying, hey, give me a call, you know, like every other day at 10 o'clock, just to say hello, just to see if I'm up, just to see what I'm up to. And let's have some engagement. And I think that that can really help a lot of people just making these connections along the way, you know, everyday connections that can make life a little bit better for us. Yes. And the flip side of that, Judy, which is our last that I want to end on, is take your turn making that call yourself. Call up a friend. It doesn't matter how long it's been since you've last spoken. Just pick up that damn phone and say hello. Yeah, it feels really good. Yeah, it It feels great to do that. And it'll make their day. You can take it out of yourself and do it for someone else. And here's the secret. You will feel better about yourself for having done that. Yes, I agree, Travis. Well, on that note, we've we've done all we can do tonight. <laughs> yes. I know it's daytime for you. You're just starting your day. I'm winding mine down. And, um, and I just want to, you know, tell our listeners, I hope that, um, you know, you have a good holiday season, whatever that looks like for you, whatever it is, even if you don't really celebrate holidays, even if you just like to pretend they're not happening, get a good book, see a good movie, do something that makes you happy. Sing. That's always a good one. And on that note, that's a wrap. Bing.